The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello and many thanks for joining me for another episode of Climate Matters. This time we're going to be looking at Climate Matters 83 when I was hit by a wave of information about growth or degrowth or the end of growth and so on. I'm Lindsay Wood, I'm the Director of Climate Strategy Company Resilience Limited and Climate Matters is brought to you by Fresh FM. Fresh FM is the top of the South Community Access Radio Station and broadcasts in Blenheim on 88.9, Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, to the Nelson CBD on 107.2 and across the Nelson Tasman region on 104.8. It's also streamed to the planet on freshfm.net and podcasts of Climate Matters and of other locally produced shows are available through freshfm.net and through the accessmedia.nz app. Well, as I mentioned, I was hit by a wave of information on growth and the banner across the top of Climate Matters 83 is GDP sucks, but how much does growth need the shrinks? And I developed a bit of a tongue twister around the fact that there's a mystery, there are myths, and there's the misuse of maths. So that becomes mystery, mythery, and the myth-youth of maths. And uh, all of those cropped up in Climate Matters 83. Um, They range from the Surplus Energy Economics blog, that some listeners will recall me referring to before, to a Japanese bestseller by a young author, whose name is uh, Kohei Sato, and he says, he doesn't say there are good and bad things about capitalism or that it's possible to reform it. He just says we have to get rid of the whole system, and he's a best-selling author, particularly in his home country of Japan. There's also a great Oxford University debate with, uh, with Kate Rayworth and two Oxford economists, And then uh, Nate Hagens, who some of you will know and I've referred to from time to time, talks about the the social metabolism related to growth. It might also seem a mystery to you, and it certainly does to me, that we predicate so much policy on the oxymoronic concept of growth. Um, Two things that are oxymoronic. One is you can't grow indefinitely on a finite planet, point one. And point two is that the idea of GDP growth um, is completely confusing motion and action. As long as we're doing stuff, it counts for GDP, even if it's bad stuff. You know, a truck driving into a house is good for GDP. The Christchurch earthquake was good for GDP. And um, all the people, a car smash and people needing to go into hospital are good for GDP, but they're certainly not good on the broader measures that I think we should be using to assess whether things are worthwhile or not. Um, Either way, our growth fixation is suicidal. I even give a definition of a suicidal, but we won't go into that there. So getting on to growth or green growth or degrowth, um, many of you will know of Kate Rayworth. She was the the founder and author of Donut Economics, which is a an economic theory that tries to break away from continual growth 
and find a way of reconciling both human needs and human uh, requirements on the one hand with planetary boundaries on the other. And the donut, uh, I won't describe it in detail, but represents the, the sweet spot zone in between those two uh, com slightly competing forces. So she interviewed or, or convened a panel with Oxford University professors Jason Hickel, who was championing degrowth, and Samuel Fankhauser, who was championing green growth. And they did agree, both of them, that GDP sucks as a metric and that planetary boundaries were seriously challenged. But each wanted incontroversial evidence that they were wrong. Um, and Kate Rayworth tried really hard to get them to find some middle ground. And both of them were saying, oh, I want evidence that I'm wrong or that the other one's right. Um, I thought Fankhauser um, was... Uh, he was stuck on the awful lethargy of bureaucratic process and he thought that was going to prevent us doing what we needed to do in time. Whereas um, Hickel was actually, uh, he was um, almost hung up on the impossibility and injustice of any ongoing growth. So he was very strong on integrating the social dimensions with it. In the end, Hickel got my qualified vote. I thought neither of them made their case completely well and I also thought neither of them took any uh, scored any bonus points for being flexible in their view. Anyway, Nate Hagens, who streams various uh, podcasts or webcasts around the, the notion of the great simplification, issued one recently called Frankly, and he gives the third view of the question of growth and his view is that modern society has its own metabolism as a, almost as an organism. So it's not just the individuals, but the society itself has a metabolism and a momentum that will grow, and he's afraid that it'll be in non-green ways until it can't grow anymore. In other words, it'll hit the limits. The picture that comes to my mind is caterpillars on a swan plant that keep growing and eating until all the swan plant is gone, and that ends that particular phase. This should also be included in discussions, despite it being unpalatable. If you haven't heard Hagen's, you haven't engaged with a leading commentator on climate, the economy and energy and the future. Uh, there's a link to his uh, podcast, webcast on the uh, Fresh FM Climate Matters webpage. And he actually critiques the Oxford debate that I've just talked about and explores a whole lot more as well. So take 20 minutes and watch it and hang in. He's a bit folksy and measured the way he approaches things, but once you get past that, he's really good. And then we're getting on to the thing that we're shrinking anyway. Many listeners will have heard me refer to Tim Morgan before. He runs the Surplus Energy Economics blog, and he's very strong on the fact that the economy is a derivative of our energy supply and not the other way around, and I'm completely with him on that. But he basically, his latest blog, which there'll be a link to as well, he plots the divergence between material prosperity, that's what we actually have and can do and work we can get paid for, and paper prosperity, which is the, uh, the apparent value of things and so on. And he is clear, and to quote, he says, discretionary, or non-essential consumption will be subjected to relentless compression. So he's saying that our discretionary dollar 
And that is basically our lifestyle when you think about it. Our discretionary dollar will be subjected to relentless compression. Here's a quote from another Tim, Professor Tim Jackson, who's a UK economist and sustainability expert, and he's the author of the book Prosperity Without Growth. And Tim Jackson in this area says, Are we so blinded by economic growth that we dared through the sums for fear of revealing the truth? That's a pretty damning uh, comment about growth fixation, isn't it? Anyway, to jump tracks completely, and this is a little bit out of date now, but it's still worth repeating, a big cause for little people, something for our heart as well as the planet. And a friend and colleague of mine, Olivia Hyatt, is in a great group called Parents for Climate Action, and they, they have a campaign that joins the head and the heart with a focus on future generations. And they have a particular program called Let's Talk Climate, trying to find good ways of explaining climate to kids without ducking the truth, but without building up too much climate angst, which is a very real feature with young people. There will be a link there to a Give a Little campaign if you want to support that great cause, but I'm not sure whether it's still active at the time that you hear this broadcast, which is in the middle of November. Here's um, another quote from the economic researcher Tim Morgan on growth and GDP. Economic, ideal, economic ideologies are variously rooted in things that great thinkers such as Smith, Marx and Keynes didn't actually say. Let's try that again. Economic ideologies are variously rooted in things that great thinkers such as Smith, Marx and Keynes didn't actually say. That's a pretty pointed comment from Tim Morgan. And here's one from the Can You Believe It files on a BBC a YouTube clip, which I will give a link to. An instant e-stake, anybody. The BBC's People Fixing the World reports you can now 3D print fake meat patties. Get that. You can 3D print fake meat patties. This Israeli development is to help the shift off ruminant meat. Prototype robo-chef, a robot chef, prints in real time and will soon offer various dial-up variables like fat content, seasoning, etc. You can hear a lot more about that and other people like flavorists and so on at the BBC program. Fascinating, maybe prophetic as well. So on that note, we will slip to a hotter tip for a cooler planet, and it is decarbonize our discretionary dollars. It's harder to change job carbon or essential living carbon than that from our discretionary activities. We don't have to drive alone to a ski field or even ski. We don't have to fly to a concert or take an overseas holiday. Try pulling 20% out this year, 20% more in 2023 to get ahead of the curve on that and see how you go. And bear in mind economist Tim Morgan's comment that, the, uh, that our discretionary dollars are going to experience relentless compression and therefore we should perhaps think, okay, where's that all going to leave us? So on that note, I'm going to end this perspective or different perspectives on growth on mystery, mythery, or the myth youth of maths. And uh, I wish you well. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you have a, 
uh, time to join us again next week. And just before I sign off, I will give you the link to the Resilience Limited web pages where you can find other links to podcasts and subscribe to Climate Matters and so on. If you go to www.resilience, that's R-E-S-I-L-I-E-N-Z, resilience.co.nz, and the homepage will give you easy links to the Climate Matters page and to the podcast page and so on. So on that note, this is Lindsay Wood signing off. And of course, as always, kia kaha for the climate. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.